Imagine playing a video game and you find objects within that game that you were never supposed to. You start to hear and see unexplainable things. And then you start to ask yourself, am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to see this? But more important, is there a darker reason why this is hidden within our favorite game? So many people play video games every single day that you would think that every corner of the virtual world would have been explored. But as it turns out, there is so much more to find. So put down your controllers, my gruesome friends, because we have our second edition of Gruesome Gaming. I am actually so excited. I'm <laughs> so excited uh, where we're going to be going behind the scenes of games and talking about their dark and creepy underbellies. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your local evidence expert, your uh, Twitch streaming video game loving host, along with my secondary host who also loves a good video game. I'm ready to dive in to find some secrets in video games. I am very excited. I am I'm the second host. Hi, I'm <laughs> Eleanor or Snitchery. Uh, I also love video games, though I do not stream, but I'm super stoked to get into this. I'm going into this one completely blind, a little bit less even than I knew about evil farming. So this one will be fun. Well, together we are the Gruesome Twosome. This is our second edition of Gruesome Gaming here on Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But one thing is for sure, we're glad to have you, what, on our team today? <laughs> What's a video game term? <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm old. I personally don't think I've ever stumbled across anything like what we're going to be talking about today, which are kind of hidden and out of bounds secrets in video games. Have you ever stumbled across a weird video game glitch or like just something where you were like, wait, is that supposed to be there? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever stumbled across something like th that's an intentionally placed hidden secret, but I did used to play a lot of GameCube games and thinking back to things like Sonic Adventure DX, uh, it was so glitchy inherently. Yes. So you just kind of couldn't avoid going out of bounds on some of these old, like early 2000s video games. I don't know if that's what we're going to be talking about today. I, I assume we're going to be getting into something a little bit more sinister, but that's probably my closest experience. I love that. Put those controllers down, our gruesome gang. We are going to be talking about everything from SpongeBob to Call of Duty today, because apparently there's just something hidden in everything. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. 
Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Let's start off with Call of Duty, actually, because that one still surprises me so much. I will say I don't know much about Call of Duty, except oh, that neither. it's just like one of those first-person shooter games. Like, is there like a story mode to it? I really don't know. Uh, I think there is a campaign. I've never played it. Mm. Those games make me extremely tense. My fingers are actively clenching like little spider legs as I'm uh, talking about them. I hate first-person yeah. shooters, but I think there is a campaign, like story mode. Yeah. We'll start off with uh, Black Ops 3, actually, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. And Redditors uncovered some kind of disturbing things with this game that probably no one was ever meant to see. I don't know. This is a weird one. It. I'm just going to okay. explain it to you, and then we can decide whether or not we think like developers intentionally hit it or if this was a mistake. So, okay. Like you were saying, with a lot of games, uh, you kind of unintentionally glitch through the map or like go out of bounds. Well, with Call of Duty Black Ops 3, underneath the map in World at War, there is this bizarre hidden secret that you can only find by accident, and people only found by accident, by clipping through the map at a very specific place. This is an interesting one because it doesn't seem to me like people were, like, hunting for a secret, which happens okay. a lot with, like... Uh, people trying to find like out of bounds secrets. So they'll actively be hunting for it. But this one seems like it was such an mm -hmm. earnest, like someone just stumbled across it and was like, what could this mean? So okay, there is, when you clip through the boundaries of the map, an MG42, which is a very large machine gun that was used by the Nazis during World War II and is not anywhere else in the game. When you clip out of bounds, it's mounted mm -hmm. on an empty box just in the void this gigantic machine this seems gun. like okay i have a conspiracy i ooh, don't even ooh, know this, tell, is tell. How, <laughs> this is how call of duty works but it seems like this would be a an employee uh like like a developer for the game mm -hmm. who intentionally placed it there so that like obviously they knew about it right maybe it wasn't meant to be found by anyone but them and their friends but somebody ultimately had to design it and place it there. And if it was right. only like situated in one particular spot, I can't imagine it was meant to be public knowledge, right? Well, so what I initially thought was that it was an asset that was developed, obviously like created for a very specific reason, probably was wiped mm -hmm. from the game. And then the way that it's described as being mounted on a box, um, if you guys are mm -hmm. familiar with like video games and video game development, there are what's called like dev cubes, like developer cubes outside of mm -hmm. the boundaries of video games. It basically is like a spot where you'll trigger like an event to happen or like uh, an item will spawn, just stuff like that. So that's what I assumed that that meant, that it was just on a developer cube out of bounds and just wasn't ever going to be used. So not that weird. I think, mm -hmm. like, when you initially look okay. into it. However, okay. I don't know if you guys know this. I didn't know this. But Call of Duty Black Ops 3 was remastered. And so people were like, hmm, is the, is the gun still there? So they did the glitch. Mm -hmm. They went out of bounds. Lo and behold, the gun is not only still there. It's been completely remodeled. And it is weirder than ever. So the gun is still there. It is now mounted on a concrete slab and there is a bloody dismembered arm clinging onto the gun and a giant pile of bones underneath. 
So very clearly, the developers of uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 knew about this, knew I that mean, the internet had found iconic. it. Can you like believe? Like dead Nazi? That's like kind dead Nazi. of iconic. <laughs> Let's it sounds go. like I, I still, <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> I still retain my original theory that this was not originally supposed to be something intentionally made for the public. Mm. But if it became a big enough phenomenon in like Call of Duty circles, Obviously, the devs knew that people were going to search for this gun again. They couldn't disappoint. This is so dramatic. Exactly. I love it. It's, it's so the only dramatic. logical conclusion. I, I love, love it. it. It does make you wonder how many assets for video games aren't used. Like even thinking about games like The Sims, there's mm. that entire bank. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like no. all those resources that never make it into the game. There are going to be some some Sim players that are just like tearing their hair out because I don't know what it's called. But you can like type in essentially a cheat and it's all these assets from the sims that never like officially get placed in the game Whoa. and there's like thousands of them and i imagine that's the case with most video games it has to be yeah because you can find something in just about everything i think that um that's a good point and actually our next uh example of creepy things found in video games comes from a different Call of Duty game, but is much more obviously intentional and was made to freak players out. So again, okay. this is not a game that I personally played. Have you ever played Modern Warfare 3? <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Can't say I have, can't say I have. But now I'm here for the world. I'm invested. I, you know what? I am building upon this Call of Duty lore. So in Modern Warfare 3, the plot of one of these campaign missions is that the Davis family, who is a uh, fictional family that, of course, is talked about in the game, like the game focuses on their story. This family is walking around London and just talking about going to see Big Ben. Like the family is just like, I want to go see Big Ben. I want to go see Big Ben. Okay. They're, just, they're having okay. a great time. A, a, a phenomenal setup uh, here in this creepy Things sound in video games. I'm sure a lot of you are waiting for the big reveal. And it is that two men in gas masks suddenly come out while they're having this conversation, this entire family. Uh, they come out of a truck that explodes and kills the family, which is part of a series of chemical attacks across Europe in World War III, which is happening within the game. Um, so dark, of course, but like part of the mm -hmm. story and just, you know, something right. that happens. Well, in the game, past this experience, there is a like little patch of grass around the game map, completely unrelated to Big Ben, completely unrelated to like the story of this campaign, just like a random patch of grass. Mm -hmm. And if you lay down in these purple flowers that are placed kind of just randomly in this grass in a very strategic and specific way, you can hear the uh -huh. ghostly voices of the Davis family reliving those last few moments of their lives. So. Okay. This makes me want to play Call of Duty in a way that I nothing know. ever has before. I've never been sold what until the hell? now. That's actually kind of cool. I love stuff like that me hidden too. in game maps. That's the reason I play video games. Combat can be fun for me <laughs> normally. Like, it genuinely stresses me out. But stuff like that, that's like so mm -hmm. plot driven and like world building, that's so cool. Give me a non-combat version of Call of Duty. It might exist. <laughs> give me give me an RPG uh farming sim of Call of Duty. Let me let me live my life in peace. And I, <laughs> I am there, Bessies. I don't know. It's just really, really interesting. Cause like 
Okay, we have the previous example that I talked about where something was out of bounds. This is in the video game. It is so strategically placed and like was there to build upon the world, but you would have completely missed it if you did not randomly think to yourself, I should lay down in the flowers. Who's gonna I think that? I feel like that? for things like that, they like they they know that it's gonna become an Easter egg that's listed online, right? They put those in so that they can be like featured in listicles, so that people who play Call of Duty can go and investigate this. I genuinely think stuff like that is so awesome. Like when when Me things too. were hidden in like the the original like not original I guess, but the Game Boy Pokemon games like Ruby and Sapphire and Leaf Green and Fire Red, there were so many little Easter eggs hidden around the map that didn't advance the story at all, but they were so fun. I know we're talking about Call of Duty, and that's not a really a world that Eleanor and I are too familiar with, but you know what we do know is SpongeBob. Oh, we know SpongeBob. Oh, we know we SpongeBob. We know SpongeBob. Up next, we will go from spooky to downright sinister and creepy with the hidden yummer asset from a SpongeBob Flash game. In May of 2020, a Twitter account called at Art of SpongeBob. Why am I not following, first and foremost? The Art of SpongeBob is literally a Twitter account dedicated to archiving artwork from SpongeBob. Number one, I think that's really interesting because we've talked so much recently about lost media and just uh, how how digital things get lost over time. So, uh, you know, Twitter accounts like this are kind of helping to make sure that that doesn't happen. Now, SpongeBob also has some really iconic artwork. I'm thinking yeah. back to like what you would what you would screenshot in a SpongeBob episode and some of those like statement frames with like the gross that like the toenail. Do you remember that? Or like no. the, the cursed Krabby Patty? Some of like the oh really God, gross yes. shots. Like yes. some of the artwork from SpongeBob is so iconic. So, uh, as we all know, our our beloved Flash player uh, went down at the end of last Rest year. Rest in peace. Mm. R.I.P. to Flash. R.I.P. Gone too soon. Mm. Uh, But I think that that's why basically this account was archiving things from a Nick.com game called SpongeBob Saves the Day. Now, the SpongeBob, this poor Art of SpongeBob account is just documenting, (laughs) documenting these assets. When in the files of the game, he stumbles across something so bizarre and so unexplainable that he was just like, I found this thing and I don't know what to do about it. So he puts it into like a Discord community that talks about like finding things out of bounds of video games and yada yada. So within the files of the game is (laughs) a file titled Yummer. Now, oh, wow. You see him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's Yummer. There wow. he is. There's Yummer. So, Lowy. Mm, Lowy, no. Hidden in the files of a Nick.com SpongeBob game is this. No. How do I even, how do we even describe this to them? Uh, it, it's like a humanoid monster with a hyper realistic smiling mouth. Like with just like. Imagine Salad Finger's head, just mm. his head shape, just his head. With mm-hmm. tiny little bug eyes that have like no like eyelids or anything. They're just sitting out of the sockets. And then Sonic the Hedgehog's mouth when they designed him the first time. The oh human mouth. Oh my god. Oh my god. And everything god. is smoothed out. That's Yummer. <laughs> no, it's Sonic the Hedgehog movie 1.0. But you're so right. Yes, and you should that say is Yummer. <laughs> he also has like no nose, no nostrils. He's fully bald. And in this, oh, yeah. in this Everything file, I described is, is it. <laughs> yeah. 
he, in the file of just Yummer, it's only his head kind of peeking out, and you can see his little fingers kind of grasping on to something, almost as if like. Ew, wait, was that was that part of the the file? The it, fingers? Yes. Yeah. Like he's pe- <gasps> no. So, I thought that was added on. Oh, mm-hmm. horrifying. Yeah. Terrible. They, insidious. Insidious. They theorize that they think that Yummer was like supposed to almost come out behind a door because of the way that like the file was in the game. And it was probably mm-hmm. scrapped because it's so scary. And Reddit threads and YouTube channels have thoroughly investigated just what Yummer could be. If you go into the source files for the game, uh, basically the files that contain all the programming information and anyone could access this from their own computer, so it wasn't a hoax. It could be seen in the Krusty Krab files with the name Yummer. Now, there is another file called Yummer 2, which only contains that little hand. So they think that like maybe because of the way I'm not really sure how this was determined, but they think that like Yummer was supposed to be an animation just because of like the files or uh Okay. They they just think he was supposed to do something. So imagine Yummer in motion. Yeah, I hate it. I uh-huh. I hate it so uh-huh. much. I hate it so much. The only other thing I can think of is that this was like a lost plot in in the SpongeBob <laughs> game. That they just forgot about because Yummer was so startling, or like maybe they just ditched it and forgot to remove this asset from the game. I don't like why else would he be here? So I, I don't know how to I don't know how to intro the the sort of finale of what ends up being in the files of this SpongeBob game because it is so okay. dark and out of place for a SpongeBob game. It's absolutely unbelievable. So if you guys are familiar with Darker SpongeBob, than Yummer. Darker than Yummer, yeah. Darker than, okay, I don't believe it, but you can well, try. Okay, so you, you're familiar with one Sandy Cheeks, the the baddest bee in Bikini Sandy. Bottom. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes, a STEM legend. <laughs> a bad bee to the core. Um, <laughs> so Sandy, if you guys uh, are not familiar with SpongeBob, is a squirrel, the the only mammal that lives <laughs> under, under the water. She's a squirrel living down under the sea. So Sandy has to live in like basically a dome under the sea with oxygen inside. And the reason that I'm giving mm-hmm. such a very specific explanation of how Sandy lives uh, is because within the files of you, you are so not ready for this, Al. Within the files okay. of this game, of this random flash SpongeBob game on Nick.com, mm-hmm. I cannot emphasize this enough. There are files of Sandy like dead as if she had like drowned underwater what like wait are there photos yes so you can see like her suit and she's all mangled and there are rips in it and like her fishbowl that she wears on her head to like keep oxygen on her so she physically does not drown when she goes out of her dome like it's smashed she's dead I'm speechless for maybe the first time on Internet Urban Legends. Sandy Cheeks' carcass. Sandy Cheeks' carcass! Has rendered me entirely speechless. This is so bizarre. But I can also see this, again, just being the case of like a, a disgruntled employee or a perverse dev who just added this into the coding mm-hmm. of the game. Okay, if it wasn't a disgruntled employee, if it wasn't just someone like screwing around, basically. 
in what capacity would this have tied into the game? You know, could it have been connected to Yummer? I think that that's where my mind it went. Was was like, it was surely Yummer. It was surely Yummer. It was surely Yummer, right? We have never seen two things in SpongeBob, Yummer or Sandy Cheeks' mangled carcass. You're telling me they're unrelated? I don't buy it. I don't. So the teeth, honestly, guys, you can't see this screenshot of of Sandy Cheeks' suit, but it looks bitten. It looks bitten <gasps> by some Sonic the Hedgehog human teeth. It looks like Yomper took a chomper. And that's my theory. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We solved the case. We somehow solved the mystery of Yummer between the two of us during this podcast. How do we feel? I feel so accomplished. I do too. I feel so I feel accomplished. Great. I feel great. I can I can move on feeling as if perhaps I've had a touch of closure to Yummer, to the Yummer mm-hmm. story. Um, mm-hmm. So that to say, that is our sinister theory behind Yummer. Uh, and is he just an unfinished character or was this like, was this just like a disgruntled dev, like working in a very dark plot line to this game that obviously never saw the light of day? I don't know. I do wonder. With Call of Duty, were they trying to build upon the lore of the Davis family with that random bit in Modern Warfare 3 where you lay down in the flowers? I think yes. And I also wonder, because it is such a massive game, is there more lingering around the map that people have not found yet? There's no proof that anyone or everyone has ever covered every square inch of that giant ass map. Exactly. So there probably are things we haven't discovered up until now. Interacted in just the right way with just the right tiny little Mm -hmm. cube of animation. I do wonder if there's more to be uncovered in Modern Warfare 3. I also wonder if we will ever know the true story or if we'll ever get any more crumbs of information about the a dismembered Nazi arm holding the machine gun under the map of Black Ops 3. If you guys know of any like interesting out of bounds uh, game finds, or if you've ever just stumbled across something by accident in a video game, whether it be a simple harmless glitch or something much darker, we really want to know. So we will be absolutely checking the hashtag gruesome twosome all over social media. Mm-hmm. Let us know mm-hmm. your thoughts with that hashtag gruesome twosome so that we can follow up. We would love to chat with you. Thank you all so, so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, also known as presidents of the Yummer Fan Club. And we have loved this deep (laughs) dive into the world of Internet Urban Legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of Internet Urban Legends for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Uh, May Yummer be with you, friends. Have a good one. (laughs) Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast slash management and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Russell Nash. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, 
John Cohen and Kristen Acevedo. It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, aka The Gruesome Twosome.